Thanks for tuning in to Daddy and Aiden. We wanted to let you know that this week we interviewed a very special guest that you probably know. I'm really excited for Blippi to be on my podcast too. Whoa! <laughs> Please share this show with all your friends so we can keep getting amazing guests. Remember, anything is possible. Welcome to Interviews with Daddy and Aiden! Here's the rundown. On this show, Aiden, who is four, and me, a father of two and a former CIA operations officer, we'll interview the coolest people and the most interesting professionals, and we will together see the world through the lens of a child's endless mind. Whether you're a kid or a parent, let's motivate young people and show them anything is possible. We are going to today... You said you wanted to swing into this? Let me swing into this. You're going to Spider-Man swing into this interview? Because today we're talking to Alan Hawkins. So Alan Hawkins, he, one of the reasons that this is so exciting today is because he's the head of character animation on the brand new Spider-Man movie, which is really cool and really exciting to, to get to talk to you today. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, he has worked on so many movies that you've watched, like... The chance for me, oh, cloudy no, with a. No, chance for me, but, but I need to get my Lego. We can do that later. We'll grab it later. I promise. Uh, so, Hotel Transylvania, the Hotel Transylvania movies, Smurfs, The Lost Village. Uh, he served as an animation supervisor on Popeye Animation Test and as a lead animator on Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 and Arthur Christmas. His other credits include the Academy Award-nominated Surf's Up, Bow Wolf, and the original Hotel Transylvania. Alan joined Sony Picture Imageworks in 2004 to work on Sony Picture Animation's first feature film, Open Season. Would you watch some of that one, too? Watch, watch. Open Season? We watched some of that movie. Watch an Open Season. It's one of the movies that he worked on. So no, this, how did I watch it? You on our TV. When? Um, and then... He is currently working on the Spider-Man movie with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Are you an illustrator? Kind of. Kind of. I mean, technically, we call ourselves animators. So an illustrator usually does things, uh, drawings or paintings that don't move. An animator does drawings and paintings that do move. Um, but they are largely the same skills. So someone who is an illustrator might be a good animator and someone who's a good animator might be a good illustrator, but it's just kind of a specialty thing. It's a special type of illustrator. It's a special type of illustrator. Sure. That's one way to put it. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't realize the difference. So illustrator is someone who's drawing something that is non-moving and then animation is when it moves into, into movement. Pretty much, yeah. Like an illustrator drew the superheroes that are on your shirt right now. Uh, mm. Look, but, look, Spider-Man is on it. That's right. That's right. But an animator would make a TV show where they move around or a movie where they move around. That's really cool. Could I, be, could I make a movie today? You want to make a movie today? Mm. Do you think in a movie you would more want to be an animator or an illustrator? Anyway. Animator? How come? Because it's pretty fun. How come you want to be an animator? Can I, I need to print some things out to do my movie. Yeah, we can print some stuff out. You want to do that later? We could try to make a movie. What would it be about? Spider-Man. Yeah? 
Okay. I want to make Spider-Man three. Really? Yeah. There's been so many Spider-Man movies. I don't even. Over I don't ten know. of them. More than ten. And you know the new Spider-Man movie? I heard that it's the best Spider-Man of all of them. I heard that it's the best one ever. That's what the reviews say. Why? That's what some people say right now. Yeah, we'll see if that holds up over time. But a lot of people think that the one before this was the best, and now this one they say is even better. And so now it's the new best. It's it's really cool. It's, it's very impressive. I mean, to be a part of something like that—that that is considered to be the best Spider-Man ever. No, no, look how how. Print out 10 Spider-Mans. Okay, we can print out a lot of Spider-Mans. I don't think we're going to waste all of the ink and do all 10, but we can we can print out some Spider-Mans. No, no, Aiden, no. Do you know what Rotten Tomatoes is? What? What do you think? Rotten Tomatoes is a silly thing, a silly phrase, but it's also a company that rates movies. And Rotten Tomatoes gave this new Spider-Man movie 94? 90, 96 right now. 96. Yeah. 96 out of 100. That means it's like amazing. Why Do you not want to know why it's called Rotten Tomatoes, Aiden? Why not 100 out of 100? Why not 100 out of 100? I mean, I'm with you there, sure. I, I <laughs> totally agree, because some people just have to go against the grain, I guess, even if they're... It's 100 out of 100. Do you give it 100 out of 100? I give it out of... Infinity 100 out of Infinity 100. You, you heard it here. Pretty good. Let's get you on that website. I'll send the movie to you, okay? I want to see it. Yeah, we could make an animated movie. But I need to... Oh, I'll be the animator. And you'll be you, the could, you could probably use your Lego figures what? to make... Wait, 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 listen to this. You could use your Lego minifigs and probably an app on your dad's phone to make what they call a stop-motion animation. So a stop-motion animation is when... You have your little character and you move it a little bit and you take a picture and you move it a little bit more and you take a picture and you move it a little bit more and you take a picture and you do that over and over and over again and then when you play all the pictures in a row it makes it look like they're moving around and i can tell you a little um what we call an easter egg about this movie is that there's a boy who's 14 years old that lives in canada who actually animated a part of the movie with legos all by himself from home so there's a part in Spider-Verse that has a bunch of Lego characters and an actual 14-year-old who we found on the internet did that whole part of the movie by himself. That's so cool. But in the Spider-Verse, would you see Legos walking around? That's what he's saying. There's a part in Spider-Verse where it's a Lego from a 14-year-old in Canada who did that animation. Mm-hmm. you got to see that part. He did, uh, he did a remake of our trailer and then everyone saw it and said, Let's hire this guy to do something for the movie. And they did. And he's 14. Mm-hmm. Wow. Will you animate it in Spider-Man? Kind of. My job is head of character animation. And if it was a less busy project, I might have animated a scene on my own. But it was a very, very challenging movie to make. And so I didn't have the time to do my own shots. Instead, I just helped everyone else with their shots, and there are 3,000 of them in the movie. So we have to talk about 3,000 different scenes. 3,000 different scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, done by 135 different animators. I can't believe that. That's so little and little. That's littler than you thought? Yeah. I thought it was all 
I thought it would be a bigger number. Well, the whole yeah, crew. Because they found a lot of things, and they have to make all those things. The whole crew is about eight hundred people. What is the coolest movie that you worked on? I mean, I would probably have to say Spider Verse. I know it's the newest one, and it's the reason we're talking, but um, I definitely think it's the coolest. And before that, I would probably say the Mitchells versus the Machines, because I really like the humor that's in it and the comedy, and I think it's the most like my personality out of all the movies that I worked on. But Spider-Man is number one just because it's a superhero movie, and I love Spider-Man and superheroes, and it's also like um, a different kind of harder kind of animation to do, so that's really fun. But I really want to make we can. We can make a movie. This guy just made a real movie, like one of the coolest movies ever. But so where do you where do you go from here? I mean, making going from Mitchell's to an amazing Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie. And um, then, yes. Alan, I have a question that we do. Okay, go ahead. You. Um, I need to think. I just forgot. Okay, well, can I ask my question that I was just yeah, asking? I just forgot and okay. I will never remember. I bet you can remember it. <clears throat> but but where do you go from here? Any any idea what what's next for you? Uh, well, three or four months of vacation first, and then uh, I don't actually know. I want to hear. Did you really... remember your question? Wait, do you remember the question? Yeah, I do. Okay, tell me the question, and then we can get back to it after. Um, uh, um, is there a Spider-Man one hundred? There will be, I'm sure, one day. There's no stopping this. I got the higher than the Okay, that was your question. <laughs> Spider-Man 100. Okay, but That's Alan true. was saying he's going to take a three-month vacation because he's been working hard. And then what were you saying after that? Um, and then it's not defined yet for me yet. There's a lot of different options, things that are unannounced movies that I might work on. At this point in your career, now that you're into this level, like you get to pick the things that you're working on. Like if someone puts something in front of you and it's not what you're not your jam, do you get to? Yeah, I mean, you can always do that. That's basically like um, quitting a job, though, in a way. Like you know, you okay. always have a choice of whether or not you're going to do a project. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, most likely options are uh, <laughs> most likely options. I get a little bored too sometimes. Eh? Like, I mean, um, like, this is what happens when you do a podcast with a four-year-old. I, I decided to take on all this. Oh, nose bust. This is every podcast I get a nose bust. Uh, somehow Eden's nose is more powerful than my nose. Mm. And in every single interview that we've done so far, I just randomly at some point get a nose bust. And, and there it is. Um, one day I might actually be the director of a movie. So that's probably what's next. Maybe soon it might be far, but where we go? Okay, wait, wait. That would be really cool. You know, he's gonna one day be the director of a movie, of an of an animated movie. I would an animated movie. Yeah. Do people tell you the story, or do you just draw it? That's a great question. There are lots of jobs that exist that are part of making the story. So. The story first starts with just an idea, like what if Spider-Man was a different person and he was a teenage boy instead of a grown man? Um, and what if he lived in uh, a different part of New York or, you know, these just little 
loose ideas that float around. And then someone whose whole job is to be a writer writes a script and it's just a story. It's just like you read it and um, it is the story of the film. And then someone looks at the story that's written and they draw a bunch of pictures for it, which is called storyboarding. And that's kind of like a roadmap of the film. So you can watch the storyboards and that's like one illustration per minute of the film. Um, and then someone takes that story and turns it into what we call layout, which is like very rough uh, computer animation, camera setups and um, very basic animation. And then it comes to me and we make it look real fancy and fleshed out and not fancy, no fancy in Spider-Man. Oh, it's very fancy. <laughs> it's very fancy. Is it joking? No, I think it is fancy. It is fancy. I mean, compared to what it looks like before the animators touch it. When you first see it in the movie, they kind of move around like this. They're just like, duk, 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 duk. it's very simple and basic. And then when you see what the animators do to it, and then the people are moving around with their hands and their, their facial expressions change, and it's a much more complicated looking version of that uh, scene. That's so crazy. Do you understand that part? So like they have, you know how we talked before about illustrator and animator. So the illustration is just like the picture of it. And then maybe it's moving a little bit, but then what they're doing in animation is turning it from like that pretty physical word rudimentary, which means like pretty basic thing into this whole thing. That's like the movie where he's shooting out the web or where he's fighting with spot or the spot. Like all that stuff. Then, why, why not spot? Why is the spot? I don't know if it's spot or the spot. Um, both, I guess. You could say spot or the spot. Oh, um, I forgot. How did he get the holes in his body? Oh, remember there was like a there was an explosion in a nuclear reactor kind of thing in a reactor, yeah. and then yeah. some of it went. Some of that liquid got onto him. But we don't want to do a spoiler alert for anyone who's who's watching the movie and hasn't seen it yet. So that's right. And you know what? What's even funnier is in the first Spider Verse movie, the scientist who becomes the spot in this movie is actually in that movie, and he gets hit in the head with a bagel that Miles threw at him. So what is bagel? A bagel. What? Why is bagel? <laughs> like a, a bagel. <laughs> Why does that throw the bagel? Why does he throw a bagel at him? Because the scientist was chasing him. And he's, he didn't want to get caught, so he threw a bagel at him. You think that's a good a good fighting weapon? A bagel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, this is get. I'll get a bagel and throw Really? Like a frozen bagel? At least yeah. it would be a little bit harder? Yeah. yeah. I think a soft bagel would probably not be the best. It would really. It would be a surprising, but it would be harder. You know where I would try to catch a bagel with? Yeah. What do you think? What? My mouth. <laughs> I would try to, I would try to bite it in the air. Oh yeah, maybe that, maybe if that had happened. What, could you imagine if Legos were waning from the sky? Like in, like in Cloudy with a Chance of Legos. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be pretty good. That would be a cool movie. Maybe okay. that will be, maybe that will be Alan the movie that he directs. Maybe it will be Cloudy with a Chance of Legos. That'd be quite a crossover. What if, what if tomorrow's is winning down Lego? Could I get some Legos um, from the sky if it was raining down Legos? If it was raining Legos, 
I would get a trash bag for you, and I would try to collect as many Legos as I could for you. <laughs> on your you. birthday, should we rain some Legos on you? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> and then you could just collect the Legos, and just whatever Legos you collect, you could have them. But the other ones will be for my birthday people that come to my birthday. That's such a nice thing. I love that. That's a really cool idea. But the one that I collect are mine. Okay, cool. Kind of like a piñata. Yeah, no, like a piñata with Legos. Should we have a Lego, a legata? How long did it take to draw all those stuff? <clears throat> That's a great question. Um, it's a little complicated. Some people have been working on this movie for four or even five years. Now, before you were born, the movie, before you, like some people have been working on this since before he was born. He's four and a half. Yep. Wow. Sure. Easy. Um, and because the first movie came out in 2018 and people have been working on it since then or even kind of before then um i can't believe that <laughs> not even my one's birthday not even like before i was even born they were working on this movie can you imagine before i wasn't even i wouldn't even i was just a skeleton you were a skeleton at that point? You were a skeleton before you were born? That's good. I like that. And a mommy's belly. And mommy's belly, and then the skin kind of started to come on? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got my head, my head, mommy's little grab arm put my head on. <laughs> Her little grab arms put on your head. And then, That's exactly and then my how little grab That's how I was born, too. But I would say most of the movie was done in one year between like from basically one year from two weeks ago. Okay. That's when most of it got finished. Crazy. And where was the actual premiere? Like how does a premiere work of an animated movie? Is there like... It was uh, like a real... Oh, away. It was like a real movie premiere. We have a couple of theaters in Westwood where they roll out the red carpet and there are photographers and reporters and all the voice actors and celebrities come out and they take pictures and everyone's dressed all fancy and and I got to go to that I was at it that's amazing that's really cool how was it how was the experience it was lots of fun it was um uh, at nighttime sometimes animated movie premieres are during the day because they're family uh events but this movie is a little more serious so they treated it like a real movie premiere and um, it was a lot of fun. What is your favorite superhero? My favorite? Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, can I tell you a bad guy instead? Huh? Can I tell you a bad guy? Uh huh? Your can favorite bad guy? A villain instead? What do you think? Can you say his favorite villain instead? Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. it? I liked Magneto from the X-Men when I was a kid. What is, what is Magneto? So X-Men is one that you haven't, you're not so familiar with yet. You haven't really, there's, there's more stuff that is kid friendly that is not X-Men. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you'll get there eventually. Yep. But when you're you know, 10 or so, maybe you'll watch the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, you can watch it soon. I, you really can. And Magneto, he's the bad guy. What do you think Magneto can do? What does that sound? Like magnetize. Mm. Yeah, magnetize. That's right. He, he can controls move. metal with his brain. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How can he? What's, what's your favorite superhero? 
Captain America. Captain America. Captain you remember? America. Do you remember what my favorite superhero is? I think you know it. The one that throws cards, but I forgot. The one that throws cards. Yeah, Gambit. Gambit. Oh, nice. Gambit can charge up anything and make it explode. Yeah, Gambit is cool, and he has a bow staff, and he can throw cards. Really cool. And he's a well, cool can throw cards. I can throw cards too. I kind of. You, you could cut a banana. I can cut a banana with a card. <laughs> I'm kind of kind of like Gambit. Hopefully, we'll see. That's pretty good. How did they cut a banana? Okay, cut a banana. This one you asked when we were watching the Spider-Man movie. So I wrote down this question in the middle of it. But it was, again, spoiler, but it said, why is there a Spider-Man dinosaur? You asked that question when we were watching it. Want to ask him? Why is there a Spider-Man dinosaur? Because there are so many versions of Spider-Man out there that we've done a Spider-Man of everything, including dinosaurs there are hundreds Spider-Man of dogs i'm sure there's a spider-man dog did you see the spider-man cat yeah what about the spider-man baby yeah 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 uh-huh yeah she has a, a web slinger and can climb on walls her name is mayday she is the daughter of peter parker and hi baby mary jane mayday is wait wait mayday is the baby mm-hmm Mayday is uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane's kid. And has spider powers also? Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't know that. Could he fight the Green either. Goblin? Could he fight the Green Goblin? Oh, yeah. Green Goblin is in the first movie, and he's big and scary. But Spider-Man beats him in the very beginning. And Mitchells versus the Machines, which you've seen some parts of that as well, what right? That's the one, you didn't watch that whole movie. That's the one with, well, maybe Alan can describe that movie to you. Do you remember this guy from it? Any robots? Any silly robots that are falling around? Did you get that far? No. I, I think you only watched like the first 10 minutes of that one. I think mm. that was one that we You might not have gotten to the robots yet. I, it's, I, it's a movie about uh, a phone that kind of takes over the world. What? phone that takes over the world. Mm. Can you imagine if, if this phone took over the world? I can take over the world. How would that work? I don't know. That's yeah, gone. They made a whole movie about it. How did that work? How did it work? Let's see. Uh, the phone gets everybody to get onto these giant space shuttles and it's going to launch them out into space. But luckily, this family named the Mitchells uh, stops them in time, so none of the people get launched out into space. And the phone was angry because the person who invented the phone upgraded and made a new robot thing, and they were jealous. So that's why they did that. And the family that does it, the family that kind of protects the world, is not the family that you would expect would save the world. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yep. They... How would you describe the characters of, of that one, of that family? Um, relatably dysfunctional. <laughs> they are. Why do you yeah. know that word? So ask, ask Alan what that word is. Oh. I'll tell you, Aiden. Relatably means that, like, everyone kind of has felt that feeling before. It's something that everyone experiences together. And so you can I say, oh, I know what that's like. And then dysfunctional means. Um, not always doing the best job at being a family, yeah. but that's perfectly normal. Okay, and okay. How did they save those people? 
How do they save those people? Um, well, they drive up the rocket ship in a car with magnets on it, and then they get to the phone who's at the top of the rocket ship, and uh, they drop the phone all the way down into a cup of water, and the phone shorts out and gets electrocuted, and then all the people are saved. Safe. Saved. Safe, yeah. Mm -hmm. I save the world by dumping because you know what this phone is very powerful. But if this dumped into my water cup, psh, you know what happened to the phone? What do you think? Electrocuted. Well, not electrocuted, but the phone would break. Mm. Why not electrocuted? Uh, I don't think there's enough power in the phone to. Not quite enough juice, but it's basically the same thing. All right, Aiden. So let's say thank you to our awesome guest for today. Thank you. Oh, was that a Spider-Man? Thank you. It was like a web? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, no, no. Let's see it. This is my Spider-Man thing. Okay, let's see. Okay, do it. Double, double web. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. So, Alan, thank you so much for being here. And we always give respect because Alan could be doing anything right now, but he's here talking to us. So let's say thank you. Thank Alan. you, Alan. You're very welcome. And this so if you want to follow along with what Alan is doing, the best way to support is to go and watch this super cool new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And you can go watch that. It's in theaters and you should watch it like 15 times. How many times should people watch the movie? 15 is a good start. 15? Yeah. Okay, for it 15 times in the theater. That would be great. No, one billion. Watch it a billion times. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Even better. So thank you so much for your time. It was, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And remember, let's inspire our children each and every day. To help spread the word, please subscribe, review, and share this podcast with other parents. And other kids. Very good. <laughs>